This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome to the podcast. I'm with Matt Truman with First Washington Mortgage. Uh, Matt has over 22 years in the mortgage banking industry. Thanks for joining us today, Matt. Thanks for having me. So what made you pursue a career in, in mortgage business? I uh, kind of fell into my lap uh, in 97, 96, 97 while I was in college. Um, I needed to do an internship and I happened to fall into uh, a Crestar Mortgage. Um, working there under a mortgage, top mortgage professional there and kind of fell in love with the business. And from here on there, 22 years later, I'm still doing it. <laughs> so what's, what, what's your favorite thing about uh, being in this business? Basically interaction, interaction with clients, educating the clients um, and just making them smile to get in their first home. And that's everybody's dream. So what are some of the, the fears that uh, someone who's buying their first home that they have that you're able to, you know, that, that they don't necessarily, that they really shouldn't have and you help ease their mind about it? Uh, first, probably be credit. Like they're not sure about their credit. I don't want you to pull my credit because I hear, you know, horrible things um, in terms of, you know, my credit scores might drop or, um, you know, I don't know if I have any collections or, or, um, you know, judgments or anything like that on the credit, but you know, until we pull it, you know, you never know, but that's one of the, one of the, um, um, things that people are most nervous about when they come to buying a house. Or the second thing is, is have enough money. Where can we get money from? There's definitely different ways of sources to have, you know, down payment. That's pretty much the fears I see in people's eyes, clients. So if they, if they have, uh, say you pull their credit and they do have bad credit, is that something that you, that you help them repair? Absolutely. Absolutely. I put them on a, yeah, I put them on a path, um, you know, go over everything in terms of, Hey, you should pay this off, pay this off, make sure you get the letters and then put them on a path of rebuilding their credit to try to get them a credit card to use for purchasing gas, purchasing groceries, something that they could pay off easily every month. Um, they start building up their credit. Um, um, and if there's any judgments or anything like that on there, we are able to take care of those too. Um, you know, contacting the right person uh, to get it taken care of and released. Um, but that, that, that's pretty much on that, on that aspect. What, what are some of the questions that your clients or potential clients should be asking you, but they don't? Um, um, some of them, you know, they don't even ask, you know, how long I've been in the business or, you know, what, where, what kind of angles I, I've done or how, do I even own a house? That's pretty much 
pretty much it there. I don't really, I mean, because most of the time they come in, I have repeat buyers, so they 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 definitely know they've already owned a house. Um, they're, they're buying a second home. But most of the time, the first time home buyers that come in, um, I'm there to basically educate them. So basically, step by step, I'm really, you know, telling them this is how you should kind of do things. Um, occasionally, they might have a question or two, you know, well, what are the, you know, what are these fees or, you know, how much is this going to cost? You know, or how much money out of my pocket actually am I going to be spending? Right. Um, I mean, those are some of the questions they should be asking, um, not just coming in blind and saying, just give me a, give me a mortgage. <laughs> right. Right. What are some of the most common mistakes that, uh, that you see the clients making when they're applying for a mortgage? Um, well, like I tell my clients up front, you know, once you make application and you're buying a house or refinancing a house, please do not go out and purchase anything, open any new credit cards, go get any car loans, um, or please contact me first before you do any of those is what I kind of emphasize to them um, because it could affect you in the, in, in the end uh, in terms of you not qualifying. And then well, now we're back to square one and now you don't have a house. What... Um... Can you talk about why people should use a realist or a mortgage professional like yourself as compared to, you know, we see, especially on the golf tournaments and other things, Hey, rocket mortgage or these other ones that you can go online. Why is it important to use a real, a, a professional like you as compared to trying to do that? Well, I always tell, I always tell clients that you should actually, you know, you should always get a second opinion. Um, you know, you know, if you come to me and they want to have a second opinion, that's fine. I encourage it. Um, I also encourage that you should use somebody that's local to the area that is familiar with the area. I personally, I like speaking to somebody when you call to rocket mortgage Day or Quicken loans or those internet based companies, chances are you're either emailing somebody or it's an automated system. You're taking forever to get through to somebody. Um, like I, my personally, I don't really like voicemail. I may occasionally have somebody go to my voicemail. I pick up the phone. So you always have somebody to talk to. Right. What do you wish you knew then that you know now when you first got into the business? It's changed so dramatic. So it's the mortgage industry has changed in the past 20 years. It's, it's, it's really hard to answer that question. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, it's, I mean, even with this, the, the COVID going on right now, I mean, the guidelines have changed. I mean, every other day we're getting something different and then it goes back. So it's, it's, I mean, the mortgage industry in my eyes has done a whole, you know, 180 compared to when I first started. Um, I mean, you know, with internet based things, I mean, when I first started, I was handwriting applications. So, you know, there was no, and it wasn't in a computer yet. Um, but I, I don't, I don't really have anything that out of that little, you know, stick out that I can, you know, I can answer that one now. Okay. So what, you know, what are your biggest challenges right now um, in the, the mortgage industry? My biggest challenge right now, I'd have to say is getting back out there right now, getting back out with my realtors and face to face time, which is, you know, it's starting to happen now, but you know, these last three months, I mean, it's, you know, besides talking on the phone, who wants to talk on the phone? I'm going to pound the pavement. You know, I want to get out there and, 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 and enjoy time with my realtors, you know, and clue them in on what's going on um, on their end and then have actually them on the real estate side, you know, tell me what's going on on their side. Right. Um, 
but that that's basically it right now. So, you know, b- besides the, the COVID-19 and us being limited and, and being able to, to actually, you know, shake the hand and, and, you know, be right there with people kind of what, what other challenges do you see that are, that are in the mortgage industry? Basically the challenges in the mortgage industry now are basically product. I mean, product uh, in terms of who's, who has the, the product that's going to fit that person. Um, a lot of people right now, I mean, with ratio, the uh, back-end ratios, front-end ratios, people sometimes not qualifying. Basic credit, some people's credit right now is, 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 is taking a hit because people don't, you know, they're losing furlough in their jobs and they can't make their payments and people are back, you know, you know, you know not making their mortgage payments in agreements with the banks right now. Um, I haven't run anything yet right now, but it, I know it's going to start cycling in. Right. So um, tell me about a, a recent client that you helped and kind of what was the, the issue? Obviously, no names, but, you know, what, the, what was the issue and how did you help them uh, overcome it? Um, basically, I had one client it was a short sale. Um, I had to basically tell the client, you know, we needed to be patient. Of course, you know, 50, 60, 70 days went by and I told them it could take up to, you know, 120 days of depending on what these banks do. Um, eventually, um, you know, he was, you know, the client was, you know, getting kind of angry, you know, and I had to step in and tell him this, you know, we're, we're, we're here for you. We're not going anywhere. Um, you know, as soon as we have stuff, you know, we find out stuff, we tell him, tell the client. Um, but you know, it, in the long run, I mean, it came down to it, you know, we were making calls, got on the phone with, I got on the phone with the bank myself and like, you know, this is ridiculous. I have, you know, he, you know, he, he, he's a single father and he, he needs a house for his son. So finally, eventually, you know, the, the short sale went through and, you know, it only took, you know, 24 hours for us to get those papers together and get them in and get them in the house. But that was, that was the last one. It was, it was a tricky one, but um, we, we were able to, um, you know, get it through in the end. Now, do you recommend that, um, that, that someone um, comes to you uh, before they start uh, looking for a house or do you think it's best to just go out find the house you want and then come to you? Oh, no, I definitely definitely come to me first that way we can at least See what you're comfortable with paying like if you're renting right now your rents two thousand dollars a month Do you want to stick at that payment or do you would you you know? Do you have a lean? You know, can you lean toward twenty five hundred? Can you be three thousand a month? So I highly recommend you come see a mortgage professional that way you know, you're not looking at a $600,000 house and, oh my God, I can't afford that. So, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you work with a, a wide variety of, of people and issues and things like that. So what's one of the things that um, has been most important to you that you've learned with dealing such a wide range of people? Um, patience. Being patient with everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody has a lot of questions and some people don't have questions, but it's being patient and honest with, with your clients um, and being upfront. Who would be the ideal client for Matt Truman? You. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't really have an ideal client. I have, um, I mean, I, I, my clients range from all over the place. I mean, I don't really, I mean, oh, God love me. I would love the guy that comes in and puts 20% down and has 800 credit scores, but, it, you know, it doesn't happen that way. So, I mean, the, I, I mean, I like all my clients. 
I mean, I, I, every time's a different task. So it's, it, it, it teaches me to expand my horizon pretty much. Right. What, um, you know, it sounds like, you know, you have a lot of referral business and, and things like that. Where do, where do you, from a businessman standpoint, where do you go out and try to get and meet new referral sources? Um, usually when I go to see like my current agents, um, I'll go through the office and introduce myself to newer agents that have just popped into the office to tell them, hey, I, I've been dealing with so-and-so for the last 10 years. Um, if you need anything, you know, let me know and, you know, go from there. But that's, that's basically it. Um, and my networking, um, you know, just being out at events, um, charity events, um, um, you know, maybe golf tournaments and stuff like uh, or, you know, organizations. And I do a lot of that. So that, that's mainly how I get a lot of my business. Okay. So, you know, with, when rates fluctuate or change go down or, or whatever it looks like they may do, how do you reach out to your existing client base to, to let them know? Um, usually you blast emails to, um, to um, my clientele. Um, my past clients, um, we have a, um, I have a, um, basically a, a rate, uh, it's like a rate find, not a rate finder, but a rate. Um, if your rate goes down a half a point, is it really worth it to you kind of thing um, system? But um, usually that's, I mean, I'm all internet based in terms of that. Um, but I, I usually, you know, I'll go through my, all my, my closing sheets uh, from the past year or so or two years. And just go through to see if oh, did I help this person yet? Did I help this client yet? Um, but that's basically how I mean I'm, I'm you know I'll get returning business um, unless they just reach out to me, right? So which with, does happen, right? With with the you know kind of the change in our in our norm with with COVID nineteen, um, how do you see that changing the mortgage industry and changing the way you're going to have to do business? Well, everything's moved to the internet. I mean, to email and the internet. I mean, and we're, we're, I mean, very seldom right now are we meeting clients um, uh, in the office. Um, sometimes I'll have to even go to their house and pick up uh, stuff because they won't leave their house, or they don't. You know, then then they don't have capability of scanning something in an email again and stuff like that. So, it's um, it's a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a task for the last three months. You know, because it's, you know, now we're in the office. And, you know, more emailing than anything else or on the phone, but there's no face-to-face -face anymore, which I'm missing that. We're, we're, I mean, we're all probably missing that. Yeah, I know that, that for my business, I've gone more, you know, more Zoom and things like that, just so sure. that way people can see I'm able to share, you know, documents with them and stuff like that that are on my screen and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I've used the Zoom yeah, a couple still, times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Still, still have the problems with, you know, signing documents and stuff like that, 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 sure. that you're talking about. Um, but we've definitely tried to, to do, do more zoom to, to have that face to face, um, you know, with, yeah, we moved everything problems. to e-sign, you know, but there's still some documents we need wet signatures on and it's, you know, it's tough, you know, like if you, if you can at least print them out and sign them, I'll, I'll cruise by, you know, right. And pick them up for you. Right. So what, what would be some of the first steps that, you know, uh, if somebody wants to, to get in touch with you, to, to do business with you from, a, you know, wanting a loan or referring business to you, what, what do they need to do? How do they get in touch with you? Um, basically, you can call me at the 301-922-3044. Um, you can email me at mtruman 
at firstwashingtonmortgage.com. Um, and at the meantime, I don't, you want me to let them know? I mean, I can let them know what to gather together if you like or anything like that. Sure. Um, basically, the last two years of W-2s, tax dollars, you want to have all your financial documents together. So you want to keep your last 30 days of pay stubs. You want your last two months of bank statements, copy of your driver's license. Um, and if there's anything else on the outspecs, we, uh, anything else out there um, in terms of if you went through a divorce or anything like that, we can go into that via uh, email and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but I mean, th th those are your, you know, your upfront pre-approval, um, you know, getting approval done. Okay. What, you know, <laughs> what are some of the, I'm going to say, you know, you, you talked about, you know, divorce documents and stuff like that. What, um, what type of thing is there's kind of been your, your, I'm going to say your, your craziest thing that you've had to, had to kind of ask somebody for. Um, when, when going through, you know, doing mortgage form. In terms of the divorce documents or just or, anything? No, just, just anything, just, just something that's uh -huh. kind of outlandish. Um, I don't, I, I tell you the truth, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever had, I don't think I've ever had anything like that. Um, uh, didn't, any, anything out of the ordinary, I should say. I said, I mean, I've had some weird appraisals come in in my days, but, <laughs> uh, but nothing out of the ordinary I've asked from a client you know, besides the mainstream on a divorce separation and stuff like that. I mean, reading through it, you know, I mean, I, I'm, it, it, there wasn't, I don't think I've ever had anything pop out, you know, and, and, you know, have to ask for something out of the ordinary. Right. So you, you brought up a appraisal. So, you know, in, in a process, I've always kind of heard different things and stuff like that. I mean, who, who gets to choose the appraiser when I'm going for that mortgage? No, is it you? Is it me? Well, no, it's, it's, it basically, it goes into what they call an AMC company. Um, it's an automated mortgage um, company. Um, so back in the day, we were able to say, okay, let's use Gary for appraisals on this one. Um, let's do so-and-so on this one. Now, well, nowadays it goes into a wheel and, you know, to, and they spin it and whoever is in your, in your queue, you know, that's who it goes to pretty much. So, and it's, it's, our, it's limited to area too. So if it's in Calvert County, it's going to be somebody in Calvert County. If okay. it's somebody in Arundel County, it's going to be in, it's not going to be somebody from Texas coming in here doing an appraisal that has no clue what's going on. Right. We don't have that. It's all local appraisals. Okay. Have you, have you found that, you know, that that's kind of better for you? Not as good. I mean, what have, what have you, what's been your experience with that? Uh, in the beginning when they started this a few, you know, about five, six years ago, in the beginning it was, it was, it was, it was bad because they, this, some of these appraisers just didn't know they weren't appraising properties correctly and they were just throwing people into the, into the, into the wheel and it just didn't work out. Nowadays, probably the last couple of years, I probably ran into one or two problems with an, with, with an appraiser, uh, but nothing crazy. You know, we got it fixed. We got comps and that was the end of it. Um, we got the value for the house. Um, but um, it's, um, it, it, it's, it's come along, but it's starting to move along. So um, it's gotten a lot better. Right. Now, what, um, you know, what about uh, like homeowners insurance and mm -hmm. things like that? What, what um, for somebody who's new into it, you know, do you have people that you refer that out to? I do. I do. I give them, them 
I pretty much asked them, do you have car insurance? They yes, okay, well, you probably wanna call them. Here's another person or two if you wanna do a comparison. I always have them do that because next thing you know, that could push them out of qualification because somebody's, you know, ends up charging them too much money for their homeowner's insurance, which, you know, now they're gouging the client. So, because someone else can save you 300 more, $300 or something. But yes, I always, I always give an option. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So what, what haven't I asked you that you would like to, to share with our, our listeners? I, I, I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really have anything here. I'm, 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 uh, you pretty much answered pretty much every question. I think that a, a client out there in the mortgage industry probably would have, um, in terms of, even if they needed to find a realtor, um, I, you know, and they didn't have one and they came to me, I would recommend a few and they can go from there. Uh, and, you know, in, in, um, in that aspect, but, um, I don't, I'm, I'm, pretty content here with uh with the questions you've asked i mean the, okay. the, i mean it basically you hit the point you hit the nail on the head hey. with the questions so uh you know just for our listeners repeat back your you know phone number and stuff how they can get in contact with you mm -hmm. uh, if they want to reach out to you it's uh matthew truman 301-922-3044 and my email is m truman at first washington mortgage.com and first is uh spelt out F-I-R-S-T. All right. Uh, Matt, thanks again for... Uh, hey, thanks for having me, Gary. That's great. Yep. All right. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon, bud. All right. Bye-bye. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.